Welcome back to All Things New, All Things Now, All Things Next. And today we're talking what? All Things K-Pop. Let's recap. We're talking K-Con, Blackpink, A2K, ITZY, ah, Three Racha, and some more new news. Along with, of course, the sadness of the continuing drama saga with 5050. So let's get into it. So, KCON recap. KCON was off the chain this year. After such controversy over the hiring and the advertising of the people that they wanted to work KCON, it seems to have worked out okay. They had a packed stadium, lots of great groups. And lots of good media attention with this event. Well, you know, our our favorite group here, Stray Kids, was a big hit at <laughs> KCON, right? Stray Kids came out and rocked the stage. I mean, people went absolutely nuts when they came out. They performed their biggest hits so far, along with the newest, such as Top Line And of course, S-Class. People loved it. They went out into the crowds, but guess what? Some of them had a little trouble getting back in, which I was a little worried about to begin with. People saw fans beginning to grab fillets. Of course, he's a fan favorite, so not unusual that they would, but it's just a little risky every time you go out into the audience to have that interaction. You just never know what you're going to get. But Felix, yes. He got grabbed a little bit and was a little late getting back on stage, but when he did, he rocked the house. Let me tell you. Very great performance, very great group. Also enjoyed watching ATs and G Idol. I love Itzy. Itzy's performance was just great. I mean, like I, I mean, you can't beat those type of girl groups with, with G Idol and Itzy. And ATs is an all-time like favorite because they just get on the stage and just do them. These guys are a bunch of dancers that came in and took the singing part of it to another level and they're so cool and so edgy while doing so we gotta love it but the showstopper was zero base one everybody knows that zero base one came off a a reality show that you know everyone went to look at with boys planet and these guys i'm telling you came and stole the stage I mean, like, you would have thought that they had been out forever with the fandom, the craziness that was going on when they hit the stage. But I actually got to say that I really loved seeing them. It was really a good performance, and they have so much great energy to bring to the stage. But, you know, not speaking of not so great energy or energy that's not so great. Well, I am like a fan of Rain. Rain is a long time ago, I don't want to say long time ago, like like long, long time ago, but a former K-pop idol turned movie star, you know, turned record label exec. And he was there helping to host along with Bang Chang and Wan Yan. And it was just so just amazing to really see him there. But when he got on stage to perform, he was booed. And that was kind of like really not cool and accepted. People were really, really disappointed to see him performing. Now, a lot of fans have mixed reactions. They said, well, why is he on stage performing when he has people that he has put out that he could have bought and let them perform? 
well, we don't know the specifics of how this contract or this this specific event came into effect for him. We don't know if KCON just specified that they wanted him only and not members of his group. We have no idea. But whatever it was, fans were not having it. They were just not here for it. And they turned off their, you know, really their little light sticks. And, you know, they booed him. And it was just really uncomfortable to watch. And if you know anything about Rain, he's a great performer. I mean, uh, a lot of people say he's very arrogant in his, you know, his demeanor and his appearance and his stage performance. Um, Some people may flip that and say he's very confident. And if you look at him in any of his acting um, shows that he's done, his K-dramas, he's a great actor. He plays similar characters, um, but he's very good at what he does. So mixed reviews, hate that happened to him, but was glad to see that he was there. So moving right along, um, with KCON, they had a new feature this year, and it was like, nice to meet you. Well, on the Nice to Meet You stage, they brought out upcoming K-pop groups or groups that were really going to be stars debuting very soon or that have debuted and are rising stars. Well, speaking of that, they had Just Be, which newcomer, but people really liked them. Very great meet and greet with them. But I will have to say the stars of this, as we call a rising star, was Rise itself. Well, why? This group is on the XG label and, well, not really XG label, but let's just go ahead and just call it what it is. It's the SM label. Um, the next group is on XSXG, but Rise, just in general, these guys will debut on my birthday uh, in a few weeks on September 4th, which also happens to be Labor Day here in the States. And I am so excited to see them debut because if it's anything about what we've seen so far and how they, you know, meet and greet people and how they describe themselves and how what little snippets we've seen, I think they're going to be new up and coming and they've got, you know, something to look forward to. I'm excited about them, but I was really excited about the Japanese girl group XG. Yes, XG, not to be confused with being on the YG label as they have definitely said they were created with a collaboration between YG and X Galax I believe that's what they call um, which again is not on the YG label but they're on the X Galax label and these girls are edgy they can dance they can sing they have so much stage presence I am really, really excited about what is to come with them. I've seen a couple of their videos and let me tell you, wow. I mean, like they just, I always say they're the little Lisa's. That's what it reminds me of because their dance skills are just that good. Lisa is known to be a great dancer. Um, Lisa from Blackpink. She's known to be a great dancer in K-pop, but these girls have got it. Definitely got it. And look forward to more and more from them. I mean, you just can't get any better. I mean, I just loved it. KCON, great experience, great week. I mean, great time that whole weekend with just killer performances. So, hey, all you got to do is look forward to next year. So let's talk about looking forward to next year, this year, kind of, sort of. We're talking A2K again. 
I love this little show. I just found out recently that it was filmed actually last year, not this year. And this is with JYP, their next girl group from all from America. And the only, you know, they have about 10 or 12 girls that are trying out here. And the only one that has made a guaranteed, you know, trip to Korea to train so far is Camila. And Camila is absolutely gorgeous, gorgeous girl, great singing voice, great dancer. She is the total package and she's Latina. And what makes it so great is that I think that if that works and she can, you know, transition that, it would be a great opportunity for, you know, her to be on stage and to represent Latinas all over. I mean, represent everybody, but especially Latina audience. So happy about that. Um, Also, in A2K, we saw how, you know, JYP himself got up and, you know, helped with the girls and they helped with their interviewing. Um, He had one of his friends from a radio station come in and interview the girls and just kind of give them a bit of media attention, media focus, get them used to the questions that they would be getting asked. Should they go on radio interviews? Um, He, you know, it was very interesting to see the dynamic and their demeanor and how quickly they respond if they had to think about the question or if they were just immediately ready to respond and answer and their poise and their etiquette when they were doing this and their passion. You could really start to see a different side of somebody through the media media training. And I actually think this is a great idea. I think that more and more, you know, production companies should do this because you need to train your stars how to speak to the media, how to handle such things as when they get in, you know, a different country or a different atmosphere, they get asked certain questions. A lot of people are that are in that industry are not really trained as well on that. And I got to give kudos to JYP for at least trying to introduce these girls to that aspect of the business because it's just more than just getting dressed, training for 11 months to a year and sometimes longer to be in a K-pop role. You've got to learn how to speak the language in some countries that you may go into that may not speak your, you know, original language. You have to learn to speak to the media in several countries and to deal with them. We saw that when BTS transitioned here into the States and saw that there was only at that time when they started breaking into this to the United States music market, RM was the only one that was able to really speak for the group. Now, eventually later on, you started seeing more of them come about and be able to speak a little bit to the media, but he was the sole one for a while there. And, you know, that's something that I think that more companies, again, need to highlight and consider because not everybody, as we can see or have seen, is able to speak English or or able to speak Spanish or able to speak Chinese or Japanese or whatever language that they seem to come up into or French in another country. So kudos to JYP for um, kind of giving these girls an introduction to what the media training would be like and what, you know what it could end up being for them should they make it like I said only one person so far confirmed to go to Korea start the training for this his you know girl group and so this will be great to see I think he has a lot of talent Um, I think he has a diverse group of talent I think that 
you know, it's just hard to tell right now who will go where. Um, but I will say, you know, the the youngest one is Kaylee. I think she's like 12 years old. Um, she's got a lot of personality. But I think that, you know, I think any of them could do it. You know, you've got Gina, you know, you've got Kaylee, you've got, you know, Melissa, any of those girls. And if you look at A2K, you'll these names will be familiar to you. Um, it's on a YouTube channel. It's not on regular broadcast network or anything, but it's on YouTube. And if you get a chance, go out there and look at it. It's very interesting to see it. Very interesting to see his dynamic. Because again, I think that he's on to something here. And I think that he hits on key things that he probably had lessons learned with the groups that he's put out, like Itzy and Twice and so forth. And like really, really Wonder Girls, you know, with the transition over here in the States. Um, I think he's got it and he knows exactly what to do, how to do it and, um, you know, when, and it's just, you know, and even with Mix, and I, and I hope I said this right. If, if it's Mix or twice, whichever one he has, but either way, JYP, he's got the experience. He will know. And if I didn't, please forgive me on that. But, you know, moving right along, I think somebody else is piggybacking off of him too. We're getting ready to see. Big Hit put out their first girl group in a while. You know, we've seen the success of New Jeans, and I think that they could do it, but this will be an international girl group. These will be girls from all over the world that they are bringing together and putting together in a group. We're told that it's going to be called Dream Academy. It's going to have about 120,000 girls that are auditioning for this particular group. Now, out of the 120,000, there will only be 20 that makes it. And they most likely will be whittled down as well. We're not sure, but that's what we're looking at in the scope of things. But they're going to put out something as well on YouTube that kind of focuses on, you know, looking that talent, recruiting that talent, auditioning that talent. And I hope they take the same concept that JYP has done. Teach them how to train teach them how to talk to people on the media side of the house teach them how to speak different languages whatever it takes to make them successful i look forward to seeing that in other news you know we're talking about all things that keep continuing to happen with the uh 50/50 saga and it keeps continuing to go on and on. I feel sorry for these girls. I feel sorry for their brand because this is getting dragged out. I believe, in my opinion, and that's all that this is, um, way longer than what they anticipated. I think they went out after the company, the attract group with a certain angle, a certain mission, and it did not work. So now they're at other angles and different things trying to still gain their rights and, and prove that they were mistreated. Their contract was not done right. And that they were not treated right. While I think that there is something to being able to do that, I think you also have to look at the wherewith. You know, you kind of have to look and say, okay, what is this doing to what we currently have in our brand? Because they had, you know, with Cupid, they have an international hit. They just bought a little remix with uh, Sabrina Carpenter, who is a Disney celebrity, you know, on her own. But, you know, and also like a music celebrity on her own. But at the end of the day, that's going to be the gist of what we see. And we don't want that. These girls got, I mean, they are international. They're on every radio station 
you can name. They've been on it all summer long, but unfortunately, this has followed them. Since this has gone on, it has followed them. And we are yet to see if this will end. You know, things like this could go on for years. Unfortunately for those girls, this could be something that they could get out of. But even if they do get out of it, it's going to be hard to come back and rebrand or repair the damage that was done to the brand. And I hate that because they seem to be a good group of girls and I wish them the absolute best. But again, this is still a continuing, you know, saga. This is still a continuing, you know, story. We don't know what it's going to be. They still have to go to court and their parents, their mothers of the girls, two of the girls have been going to court regularly with these record company um, and the producers. So um, we wish them the best. Moving along, let's talk about something really, really nice here. And I'm going to try to end on a high note. So, you know, I love Stray Kids. Felix is now one of the brand ambassadors for Louis Vuitton. And yeah, some people may say Louis Vuitton. That's how we say it over here. But you know, it is LV, Louis Vuitton. And he is now one of the brand ambassadors. I love this. I absolutely love it. Why? Because I love Louis Vuitton. And furthermore, if you have not seen or do not know, Pharrell Williams has now taken over as the chief designer for Louis Vuitton menswear. And Pharrell, of course, partnered with K-pop groups forever, especially most recently. He partnered with RM on his album. But just in general, Pharrell is his own international entity. I mean, like he does so much musically, but you get to see a lot of him in the men's 2024 Um, collection for Louis Vuitton and if Felix is going to be rocking any of those items let me tell you it's going to be fire because those pieces if you have not seen that show and I'm not getting paid to advertise that show but I saw the Pharrell Williams men's 2024 uh, Louis Vuitton spring line I believe it was or our fall line that was coming up and it just happened I believe like in July, June or July, late July, somewhere along in there. By any means, that whole collection was fire. The clothes were transcending, not just with just cultures, but with, they were more like a unisex brand. I mean, like I, it was said it was a men's collection, but they, women could wear this collection too and vice versa. I mean, I just saw so many pieces that I would wear myself so many handbags I would wear, uh, so many items just in general. But furthermore, I love the whole presentation of that collection and the music that went along with it too. He had a full orchestra on stage with him and a full gospel choir. I mean, it was just phenomenal. I had never seen the work, the likes of that and just reworked into a actual fashion show outside of Mr. West himself, Kanye. And Kanye didn't do it in the same form as Pharrell, but I'm telling you, kudos to both for what they did with that. But Felix, kudos to you being the brand ambassador for Louis Vuitton. And I hope that goes well. Speaking of going well, can't continue on without talking about three racha. Three racha. We got Felix Khan and um not Felix, Bang Chang, excuse me. Chan and Han 
of Stray Kids that are actually Three Racha. Three Racha is their production rap team and they have been inducted into Korean um, music copyright um, organization. And that is huge. That's the equivalent of like an ASCAP here in the United States or BMI here. And for people who say, well, what is that? I don't know what ASCAP or BMI is. ASCAP in the United States is the American Society of Composers and um, Authors and Publishers. And BMI is Broadcast Music Incorporated. So if you put anything out and these give you songwriting credits, catalog credits of any type of music that you put out, this is the equivalent of that in Korea for them and you have to be really there are different levels of membership to be able to join this organization you can't be just granted you know a full membership you you have to move through the you know the levels of it to be granted that and you have to be like really I believe they said like nominated to be uh, recommended to be a full member and these three have done that and have made it so kudos to them I love that about them. I love that they are continuing on their broadcast journey um, with, you know, putting things out that let people see they're not just straight, straight kids and, you know, they're three racha and they're just like so dynamic on their own, but they're also a force when they come together with straight kids. Speaking of that, if you're looking to see straight kids, well, they're going to be here in the States. Yes, they will be performing at this year's Video Music Awards on MTV. That's the VMAs. Huge, huge. So we love to hear that. That's on September the 12th. And it is going to be nuts. I love that because we get to see them. They're going to perform S-Class, so we're told. I hope they bring a little bit of Top Line too. Because Top Line is so incredibly raw, edgy. Again, it is so fire. And that audience will include not just pop, rock, but it also include rap, hip hop, every genre of music ever. So this would be a great time to just really just show everybody the wonderful range of music that they have if they have time to. But we're looking forward to their performance. As well as following that, they will also be performing at the Global Citizen concert here in New York. And that will be happening on September the 23rd. So um, Global Citizen Concert. It's a good, good event. They give back to members of the community. You you get tickets by earning your tickets, doing great things in the community and for people. And they're going to be one of the groups that's performing, but they have a large lineup of people. I think it's Lauren Hill, Sophia Carson, um, Red Hot Chili Peppers. I mean, like just really, really great groups. And, you know, we look forward to seeing them there. But as always, we're going to round this out. And, you know, thanks for listening. Thanks for tuning in. It was such a quick moment, but it was such an enjoyable power pack moment of what we were able to share with you. And again, you know, stay tuned. We'll have more all things new, all things now, all things next. See you next time.